as a neighbor in this church. We are not only hearers of the word, but doers thereof. I'm going to listen to the word of God. So please don't disturb me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, 2020 vision. We're doing part three there of 2020 vision. Our, our vision for the year 2020 is 2020 vision. Having a 2020 vision. Having a clear vision. Having our eyes enlightened. Amen. So, we've explained what, what the 2020 vision means. But now this morning we're going to Second Kings, Second Kings, chapter six. Again, we read from verse eight. Second Kings. Okay, one thing that I want to prepare you for on I think the Friday of the celebration, we'll be having a t-shirt, t-shirt day or t-shirt evening, yeah? So just prepare yourself to buy a t-shirt, yeah? That will be that will be you will see it. It will be beautiful. <laughs> it will be a 2020 vision t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> Praise God. Okay, we read. Once when the king of Syria was warring against Israel, he took counsel with his servants, saying, At such and such a place shall be my camp. But the man of God sent word to the king of Israel, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are going down there. And the king of Israel sent to the place about which the man of God told him. Thus he used to warn him, so that he saved him, himself there more than once or twice. Verse 12. And one of his servants said, No. Where did we read? Okay. And one of his servants said, None, my Lord, O King, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. And he said, Go and see where he is that I may send and seize him. It was told him, Behold, he is in Dothan. Verse 15. Oh, so he sent their horses and chariots and a great army. And they came by night and surrounded the city. When the servant of the man of God rose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Verse 16, he said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Okay, let's just stop there for now. We will read up to verse 23, but for now, let's, let's stop with verse 16. Okay, so we read here about the king, about the king of Israel and the king of, of, of Syria or some versions would, would say Aram, eh? the king of, of the Aramites. So the king of, of, of Syria was always attacking Israel, was always coming against the king of Israel. So, he will be telling 
the people, maybe while he was with his servants or his officers, they will be planning that at such and such a time, we will be attacking Israel and this is how we will go or, you know. And then the Lord would reveal unto Elisha. Elisha was the prophet then. The Lord would reveal unto Elisha what the king of Syria was plotting what the king of Syria was, was talking with his officers. And so Elisha would come to the king of Israel. At that time, the king of, of Israel was Joram. So we'll come to Joram and tell him, look, the king of Syria is plotting against you. At such and such a time, they will be at this place. So the king of Israel would change his way. We'll plot uh, 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 will change his direction, perhaps if they knew he would be here then, because of the warning that Elisha would give him. Amen. So, the prophet Elisha had inside information on what the enemy was planning. He had a good spiritual eyesight to see the plans of the enemy. In 2020, we'll be able to see the plans of Satan and avert his attacks. Amen. Huh? So, Elisha, you know, the, 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 the spiritual antenna, the, the, when you talk about your, your, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, your spirit, your spiritual antenna must, must be so sharp that you are able to detect what the spirit of the Lord is saying. So it was with Elijah, you know. And when he called, when the king called his, his, his people, okay, let's say this. <laughs> the king of Israel did not have the spiritual 2020 vision, but he believed the prophets. You see, even if he did not know anything, but because he had the prophet with him, he believed the word of the prophet. The prophet was spiritual eyes to the king of Israel. And Israel was saved because the king believed the word of the prophet. Amen. So you believe the word of the prophecy that he God, when we believe the word of prophecy that God gives us through his servant, we will do well. Amen. Second Chronicles 2020 says this, you don't have to open it, it says, Hear me, Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. Huh? Now, prophets are the people who are able, who, has, who have the ability to see, to see in the, in the spirit. So we need to believe the word of the prophets. If we say this year, you're going to see it clearly. Believe it and say, this year, I'm going to see it clearly. Believe the word of the prophets. Amen. When we say it's going to be a sunny, sunny day, huh? I can see clearly now. 2019 is gone. It's going to be bright, 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 sunshiny day. 2020 is going to be bright. Gonna experience shiny days. Amen. So believe, believe this weight. You see, if you don't believe it, you'll be saying, Ah, I didn't get this in 2019. I didn't get it in 2018. And here comes 2020. Ah, I don't believe it. Really? Will it happen? Will it happen? 
you will experience rainy days. The rain is gone. The sunshine has come. The vision is clear. Hallelujah. (laughs) Now listen, verse verse 11 says, and the mind of the king of Israel was greatly troubled. He was greatly troubled of this thing that every time he brought against the king of Israel, why can't we, we fight this man and conquer him? Every time we plot, he's able to avert our plans. What's wrong with this? Eh? And he called his servants and said to them, will you not show me who of us is for the king of Israel? Who is a traitor among us? Hmm? He goes out and he tells the king of Israel. Eh? So he summoned his officers and he asked them because he was, he was enraged over the matter. Hmm? So, but Israel had had an advantage. Eh? They, they possess advanced knowledge of the Syrians. And when his servant says, oh, none of us, master, Elisha, this Elisha, you see that man, Elisha, he's able to hear even what you are saying in your bedroom. Elisha. <laughs> so he got very angry and said, let's get this Elisha. Where is he? Because he's like, he's like a troublemaker. I pray that 2020 you will be a troublemaker to your enemy. Yeah. You will not allow your enemy to catch you. Because your spiritual eyes are enlightened. You are aware of the plots of the evil one. You are aware of the plans of Satan and his cohorts. You are aware of the plots of the devil and his demons. Therefore, he will not catch you in any way. Amen. So he says, go see where this man is. We need to get finished with Elijah. We need to seize him. And he was told, no, Elijah is going to to Dothan. So he sent horses and chariots to Dothan. And they surrounded the city. Now, Elisha is there in Dothan. He is with his servants. They slept there. But then in the morning, the servant wakes up to prepare for his master. As he wakes up, he rose early in the morning. And behold, an army with horses and chariots all around the city. And this is what he said, Alas, master, what shall we do? Eh? The prophet's servants only saw the physical, but the prophet saw beyond the natural. And Elijah saw into the spiritual. And I pray that you will not just see the natural, but your eyes will be open to the spiritual. Amen. Look at verse verse 15, and I want you to underline this. It says, Behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. Eh? All around the city. In other words, if, if Elisha was here, then the chariots will be all around Polokwani, eh? They would be all around the north, the south. Some will be Kwako, South Gate. Some will be Kwako, and one. They will be around the city. Okay? 
Then verse 16, he said, do not be afraid, is Elisha telling his servant, do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Eh? Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Look, as long as you are on the side of God, eh? as long as you as God is on your side or you are on the side of God, those who are with you are more than those who are against you. Eh? If God is for you, who can be against you? So it doesn't matter how many people are against you, as long as you are with God. See, God has translated us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. And when we are with him, we are asking ourselves, really, what can separate us from this love? When God has loved us so much and translated us into the kingdom of light, when God has saved us while we were on our way to death, to contamination, what can really separate us from his love? So when we are with him, then we know we are on the victorious side. We are on the hallelujah side. So Elisha was saying, look, we are on the hallelujah side because those who are with us are more than those who are with them. I wonder what you are saying to your situation this morning. When you look at your situation, do you see the greatness, the bigness of God? Remember Jehoshaphat while he was facing three nations? Huh? While he was facing three nations, he was saying, he just came to God and said, God, no, you see this, we, we look to you. We don't know what to do, but we look to you. And because God was on their side, God gave them victory. So it doesn't matter who's against you. Is it your boss at work? Is, your, is it your colleagues? Is it your in-laws? Is it your what? your neighbor I trust you are not fighting people (laughs) but know that whoever comes against you as long as you are on the victorious side you know that victory is guaranteed amen so he said do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with them Eh? so those who are with us they are, more, they, are, they are more than a match. They are more than a match to the Syrian army. Don't worry about them. Those who are with us eh, are more than a match to them. Eh? So Elisha knew that there was a greater strength in the unseen reality. Hmm? Elisha was seeing the, the heavenly hosts, the angelic hosts around them. And his servant was not seeing them. Hmm? Look, there's a, there's a visible reality. The visible reality was the Syrian army. It was there. But then there was the invisible reality. The physical. But a defeat. There's a spiritual world. And I want us to come to that reality of the spiritual world. Where when God speaks, we believe it more than what we see with our natural eyes. We say we believe in miracles and we believe in God is going to do miracles in this year. The supernatural is more than the natural. Look, your natural is limited. 
And what you see, what you see with your eyes, most of the time is contrary to what the word of God says. When it says you are healed and you still feel that pain and you are still in pain and the doctor's report says something else, you know it's something that is seen. But there is the reality in the unseen world. And you've got to choose to believe that which is unseen, that which God is saying. Hallelujah. That's when your vision is clear. Your vision is clearer to the unseen world. Amen. The unseen reality. It's a reality. It's a reality. We've got to live like the Bible is true. Do you believe the Bible? It's not just a book. We believe. We, we live like it's true. When it says, then we believe what it says. That's when we believe in the supernatural. Hallelujah. So the prophet was not afraid because he had a clear vision of the intervention of God. He was not afraid to say, okay, they are all around the city. But I know what my God can do. My eyes is open to the intervention of God. Amen. So when you see how God is helping you, how God is behind you, how God has provided for you, you'll never be afraid ever again in your life. When you believe this God, and we have seen him in the past, therefore, he who has done it is able to do it. You've seen him providing in 2019? You've seen him protecting in 2019? What will change him in 2020? He will do even more than what we think, more than what we imagine, more than what we think. Hallelujah. So God's army was already at the scene when the enemy's army arrived. God's army was already there around Elisha. When the Syrian army arrived, God was already there. So look, God is already there for you. He has gone before you in 2020. Whatever the enemy is going to bring, eh, the stormy seas of 2020, God is already there. When the children of Israel reached the Red Sea, God was already there to part it. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fairy furnace, God was already there. So whatever you're going to face in 2020, be assured, settle it in your mind, God is already there. The armies of God were already there around Elisha when the Assyrians' armies came around the city. Hallelujah. That is why God is called Jehovah Shammah. He is there. He is the God who is there. He is there in your future. He is there in your next moment. He is there in your next minute. He is there in this coming week. He is there in next month. He is there. He is called Jehovah Shammah. The God that is there. So you've got to believe him as a God that is there. Your eyes must be open to the God we say. Hallelujah. So that's why God told Moses in Exodus 32, but now go lead the people to the place about which I've spoken to you. Behold, my angel shall go before you. So God has already gone before you to solve your problem. Only believe him. Hallelujah. <laughs> The problem of Elisha's servant was his inability to see in the spirit. 
May we see in the spirit. Amen. May our spiritual eyes be open to see what God is doing already. Hallelujah. God is there to lift you up even in your troubles. Eh? Do you know the story of a man who, who, who had a dream and asked Jesus and saw the, 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 the footprints? You know the footprint story? That way, where, where, when Jesus revealed the life of this man, you know, he saw the two footprints, his footprints and Jesus' footprints. But at one time when he had challenges in his life, he saw only one set of footprints. And when he asked Jesus, why did you leave me? I see my footprints. I walked alone when I was in trouble. And Jesus said to him, these are not your footprints. These are my footprints. When you were going through trouble, I picked you up. And I carried you until all was over. And I put you down and we started working again. We continued working again together. So God is there. Whatever challenge you're going to face this year, he is there to lift you up, to carry you so that in your journey you will see only one set of footprints when he will be carrying you. Hallelujah. Yes, God, let's, let's read on. We're going to, to verse 13 now. Yeah? So when you go through difficult moments, Jesus is there to carry us. Oh, that we may see. Oh, that we may see him carrying us. Hallelujah. Verse 17. We read up to verse 16. Then Elisha prayed. Eh? Remember that the servant woke up in the morning and he sees the chariots all around the city. And he comes to his master and says, Alas, master, what shall we do? But then Elisha said, Do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those who are with But then Elisha prayed, verse 17, and said, Oh Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and his soul. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. I said in verse 15 that you should underline horses and chariots was all around. An army with horses and chariots was all around the city. But here in verse 17, eh, this is the prayer of Elijah that God opened his eyes and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Now look at how close the army of God is. The Syrian army were there all around the city, very far from Elisha. They could not have access to Elisha because all around Elisha. Do you get this, family? The Syrian's army were all around the city. Yet the army of the Lord was all around Elisha. 
So it will take time, it will take obstacles, it will take opposition for those that are around the city to come and reach to the one who is. Now if your eyes are open, you will realize how close God is to you. And you see, the Bible says in Colossians that we are hidden. We are hidden in Christ. Now, if you are hidden in Christ, for the enemy to reach, for the enemy to have access to you, he has to go through Christ first. And tell me if he will win against Christ. You are hidden. Your life is hidden in Christ. So for the enemy to reach to you, he has to go through Christ first because you are hidden in him. Hallelujah. So it's the same with Elijah. The heavenly host, the angelic army was all around him while the Syrian army was all around the city. So Elijah prayed and in response to his prayer, his servant was able to see. And what did he see? He saw the protection of the Lord. The heavenly host surrounding them. He saw the angelic armies that have been there all along. But they were invisible to him. And that is why Elijah was saying, Lord, open his eyes. They've been there all along. They were there. They were there. But the serpent could not see them. His eyes were blinded. But then in the physical, he could see the army of the Syrians. And so verse 18, when the Syrians came down against him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, please strike these people with blindness. So he struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. So he said, close their eyes, let their eyes be close to the, the earthly reality. I pray that your eyes will be close to the earthly reality. You don't have the right to pray the, the prayer that Elisha prayed. But if there's anything that I can pray is that your eyes should be closed to the earthly reality. But that it will be open to the heavenly reality. Hallelujah. So the enemy had eyes that could not see. I pray that your enemy will have eyes that don't see you. Amen. That the enemy will lose direction of your life. Eh? You are seeing 2020, the blessings that God has blessed with you already. You see them. Eh? You don't see anything that's coming against you. But you are seeing the blessings of the Lord. You are seeing what God is able to do. You are seeing the greatness of God. Hallelujah. And in verse 19, Elisha said to them, this is not the way and this is not the city. Follow me. I will bring you to the men whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. Huh? <laughs> this is not the way. Because he said, I will show you the men ultimately he led them to the men yeah? so now 
You know the story of 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 a of a woman. Mamurudu <laughs> Omun they said pray, pray for after the service. The person who was had come to preach, but pray for this man as he will be leaving. That the blessings of the Lord would be pray for traveling messes, eh? So Mamurudu wa emelela and say say Muruti Naya Pretoria. Okay. So as she prays, she says, Mudimo will protect. As she goes to Zanin, protect him on his way to Zanin. And somebody says, Eh, eh, hi, Zanin, Oya Pretoria. Or hi, Kitimeza Satan, you win. So it's like, even if the enemy was going to attack the man of God on his way to Pretoria, the, the devil should be blinded by this prayer that, oh, I Pretoria, we are Zanin. So the devil will go and wait for him on the way to Zanin while he escapes and go to Pretoria. May you escape from your enemy. <laughs> Hallelujah. So... So Elisha said to the to, to the, uh, the the Syrian army, "This is not the way." Huh? And now they are, they are they are struck with blindness. So indeed they have come to Elisha, the men that they wanted. But Elisha said to him, "Okay, this is not the place. Let me lead you. Let me lead you to." And he's taking them to where he stays, eh? to the capital of 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 of, of uh, Israel. He leads them to Samaria, where he was staying. He says, "Dothan, let me take you to where I stay to the man that you are looking for." In verse twenty, as soon as they entered Samaria, Elisha said. Oh Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. So the Lord opened their eyes and they saw. And behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. Eh? And while they were in the midst of Samaria, Elisha was there in their midst. Because what did he say? Verse 19. He said, this is not the way. This is not the city. This is not where Elisha stay. Eh? Follow me. I will bring you to the men whom you seek. So they followed him. Abafika Samaria, there was a man that they were seeking. There was Elisha in their presence. So Elisha did in fact bring them face to face with the man that they were looking for. And so you brought their enemy right in his presence. So God has the ability to open and close as he pleases. Eh? May the Lord close your eyes to worthless things and open your eyes to the things of the spirit. Eh? The psalmist cries in, 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 in Psalm 119 and says, Open, close my eyes, so go to worthless things. Because some things are so worthless. How boy, the time is gone because you are focusing on worthless things. May I submit to you that anything that you see with your naked eye is naked according to the standard of the world. When you concentrate on your car more than you concentrate on the work of God, you are concentrating on a worthless thing. 
when you're concentrating on your house, though you need a house, you need a house to live in and serve the Lord. Eh? You need a car to drive so that you will serve the Lord. But if your eyes are on them, you need clothes to come so that you come to church decent and serve the Lord. But if your eyes are on them, you are concentrating on worthless things because should we drop dead now, you're going to leave them. Worthless things. So I pray that your eyes will be closed to such things. That your attention will not be on what shall I drink, what shall I eat. Because God is able. Look at how he clothes the lilies of the veil. Look at how he looks after the beds of the air. How will he not look after you? How will he not save you? If you are working in his vineyard, will he not work in your vineyard? If you serve him, will he not look after your family? Will he not give you all these things? The principle is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, things, things. Until you come to know that your house is a thing. Your clothes is a thing. Your car is a thing. It might be rated. It might be the, the, the you know, top of the range in all the specs. But when God looks at it, he sees a thing. How foolish would we be to open our eyes and look at things? May God close our eyes to these things. That we would seek first his kingdom, his righteousness. The things will follow. You don't follow things. Your business will, will follow as you seek the Lord. Marriage will follow as you seek the Lord. Your car will follow as you seek the Lord. Your degree will follow as you seek the Lord. Gone should be those days that I'm still cleaning my house. I'm washing my car. I'm opening my business. Kadi hours. It's a fellowship. Do not neglect the gathering of the saints. May God open your eyes to the unseen realities. And close your eyes to these seen things, to these temporal things. May God open your eyes and see him. God is with you. God is closer to you. He will never disappoint you. As long as you seek him, seek him first. Let him come first. All these things will be added unto you. You know, I, want, I want us to realize, you know, to look at things like, like it's not about the brand, man. We don't come to church to see what brand I'm wearing, what, look, if, if, if you look like God looks, you will just see things. Why you come to church and you keep on changing your, 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 your shoe, you keep on changing. I'm not, I'm not saying you should, you should dress up. Get me right, eh? But, 
But really, some things we don't, we're not even aware. You understand? You come here with, with new shoes and, like, and nobody's aware of it. Because people are not concentrating on earthly things. You are left alone with your brand. Mercy. Tell me, God, close our eyes. You know, when Elisha prayed that God close, close their eyes. Because by failure, you are here with me, that I have an army around me. Close their eyes. Pray that out. You know, Abraham's eyes were closed to the earthly realities. When he, when, when, when he was fully convinced, eh? the Bible says he was fully convinced. When, when he was still concerned about the unseen, he was like, Medim, you know, how will this thing happen? Because look, look at the womb of Sarah. Look at how old I am. But when God closed his eyes to the earthly realities, Abraham started watching in another level, in a sense of faith. And God was able to come through for him. When he closed his eyes to say, But because God, you said, eh? and when God said, you know, last, last, last week, Sister Ivy was, was talking when he was, she was receiving the offering, just this statement to say, Now I know. Eh? Can we live our lives this year such that God would say, Yo, now I know. Now I know that there are people in this church who are seeking my kingdom first. May God say that of us to say, now I know. Hallelujah. So may our eyes be close to the earthly realities. Hallelujah. So Elisha said to them, this is not the way. And he led them to Samaria. And while they got there, Elisha would say, here am I. I get a lambada. Look, I'm presenting myself to you. So verse 21, as soon as the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, my father, shall I strike them down? Shall I strike them down? Eh? Look at the king of Israel now. Eh? <laughs> now we get that clever. <laughs> so after Elisha had brought the, the army of the Syrians before him, eh? but really, Musa Maria, I mean, they, they, they are like now captives. Eh? They are now captives. Eh? They, 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 the intended captors eh? were turned into captives. Hmm? They were going out, but another Roman captured Elisha. Now Elisha has brought them to Samaria. Now they have become captives to Israel. Now when the king of Israel sees them, he's like, "Eh, let's slay them." And Elisha says, "Oh no, 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 no. More is not your work. This is God's work. <laughs> eh? Don't take credit for what God has done. Eh? This, if you slay them, I mean." You can't even call them war. How then? What do you mean? Because now I sell you know, you understand. So Elijah was saying, No, don't take the credit. It's God at work. So this is what he said in verse 22. You shall not strike them down. Would you strike down those whom you have taken captive with sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So it's like, feed your enemy. Your enemy has come here. What does the Bible say in Matthew 5? How about on your left? Give them their right. So Elisha was saying, 
Bonner, their intention is to come against Israel, eh? to kill the Israelites. But then because they come with hatred, let's give them love. Because they are fighting, let's give them peace. Give them the opposite. When they come and slap you here, give them the opposite. When they hate you, give them love. When they disrespect you, give them respect. That's how you treat your enemy. Jesus said it in, 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 in Matthew 5 and in Proverbs 25 also. You are heaping coals. You are heaping coals upon your enemy. Eh? Heap coals of fire on their heads. Eh? Romans said, said what? We do not retain. We do not conquer evil with good. Eh? Conquer evil with good. We do not retain evil for good. But we allow God to be a judge. Allow God to be a judge in your situation. Yours is to walk in love. And by walking in love, you are heaping coals of fire upon your enemy. So Elijah said to the king of Israel, he said to Dotham, no, don't kill them. They thought they were captors, but now here they are. They are captives. So he prepared for them. Look at how he responds to the enemy. He prepared for them a great feast. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away. And they went to their master. I imagine the king of Israel waiting to say, what's the report from the, did you find Elisha? Did you kill him? He said, the the, 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 (laughs) the army that he sent, they come, because the Bible says, after they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away. And they went to their master. So the report that they brought to the king was, uh, 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 you found ourselves in Samaria. <laughs> we could not find Eli- Elijah was there, but we did, could not kill him. <laughs> so the Bible says, and the Syrians did not come again on raids into the land of Israel. May your enemy never come to you again. As you show him mercy, may he never bother you. May we declare this is the end of my enemy bothering me. But then you've got to walk in love towards him. Amen. May we see clearly the good things that God has prepared for us this year. Amen. May our eyes see clearly the great things that God has for us. So Israel's security was grounded in the Lord and not in in, in the military forces. Just because Elijah was there. In the nation of Israel, eh? the whole nation have to be grounded in the Lord to say our hope is in the Lord. Eh? But now when the Bible says, and the Syrians did not come again on raising Israel, Syrians realize the futility of opposing the power of God. You can't oppose the power of the God of Israel. You can't stand against the God of Israel. And that's the psalmist says, arise, O God, and let every enemy of yours be scattered. So when this God, when you are on the side of this God, the hallelujah side, the victorious side, then you know victory is guaranteed. 
May we live for the Lord this year with our eyes open that greater is he that is in us than the one that is in the world. May we realize, may our eyes be open to the greatness of God, to the armies of God, to the divine protection of God around us. That we may be grounded, that we may be settled, that our help does not come from any man. Our help does not come from chariots nor from horses, but our name comes from the Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and we run to it and we are saved. May we run unto the Lord this year. May we be grounded in him. May our eyes be open to the unseen realities, to the realities of the word of God, that we may believe what the word of God says, that we may embrace every promise and stand on the word of God. May our eyes be open. May we have a clear vision of what God, may we be convinced, believe it in our heart that God is there. Jehovah Shammah is there in your year. He is there. Therefore, there is no reason to fear. Let's stand up and give the Lord a praise offering and exalt